Hey everybody, this is the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by In We Go, Denver's best subscription that allows you to go to as many events as you can for only $39 per month with no additional costs or fees. You heard that right, no additional fees. Literally hundreds of events for $39 a month. For instance, over the next few weeks, you can hit up the Nuggets first, the Jazz at Pepsi Center, Beer Flights at Prost Brewery, Abs and Preds at Pepsi Center, CU versus Washington State, and countless comedy shows at Comedy Works. There is literally something for everyone. If it's going on in Denver, there's a good chance In We Go can get you in. Now, here is where it gets good, you guys. We have partnered with In We Go to get BSN listeners a great deal. Go to InWeGo.com slash BSN or download the app for free and use the promo code BSN50 when you subscribe to get half off your first month. That's right, all the events in, all the events in Denver for only $20 during your first month. Try it and fall in love with it like we all did at BSN Denver. Go to InWeGo.com slash BSN or download the app for free and use the promo code BSN50. Now enjoy the show, guys. This is the BSN Avalanche Podcast, powered by the BSN Denver Podcast Network. For the Colorado Avalanche, that's Matt Duchesne. Right now, news is breaking that he has been involved in a trade that has been completed, and it looks like they have pulled him off the ice here after just playing a couple of minutes to start this hockey game. The best Avalanche coverage in Denver. Fans have the puck again in the New York zone. Shot, score! Yes, who? Yes, who? Taking you beyond the ice and inside the locker room. Gerard didn't have a stick. The handoff in the slot broken up with a skate by Gerard. He broke up that play. Then he stopped it there. Oh, wow. What a play by Gerard. <laughs> and now, here are your hosts, A.J. Hafley and Adrian Dater. Ooh, I'm a rebel just for kicks Welcome into the BSN Avalanche podcast, presented as always by In We Go. Today we are also presented by Piffler's Sports Tavern. I'm your host, Jesse Montano. I'm sitting with AJ Hayfley. We are down here at Piffler's Sports Tavern, one of our favorite places to go. We ranted and raved about it when we were here a couple weeks ago. Just so you guys know, coming up here at Piffler's on November 2nd from 6 to 8, if you come in and you get a Stella on draft, you get a free chalice. Those really sick Stella glasses with the gold rim, you get one for free just for ordering a Stella, which you were going to do anyways. That's November 2nd from 6 to 8. And on November 4th, that's a Sunday from 3 to 4.30, Coors will be here and they'll be giving away a free Coors Grill. The last time AJ and I were here, they were, yeah, they're giving her a Coors Grill. The last time we were here, they gave away this sick uh, cornhole cornhole game. And they were like, oh, we're going to give away Coors boards. I was like, oh, I'll bet you they're cheap little. They were like sick metal. They came in a case. They came with branded bean bags. Awesome. So they'll be here on November 4th from 3 to 4 giving away a grill. So, guys, make sure if you're looking. There's no better time to come down to Piffler's. I will probably be back here on November 2nd. I'm uh, Any of my friends listening to this know that I have a weird thing for like novelty cups. That's like my weird thing that I collect. And uh, I don't know why. Yeah, I know. Shake your head. That's the right reaction. We'll 
your mic isn't on, so you couldn't hear what AJ just told me, but <sighs> that's a bummer. <laughs> it's not a bummer because I'm super excited for that, but what AJ just said off mic, if you guys haven't seen on Twitter already today, we are throwing our biggest watch party ever. I'm just going to go nonstop shameless plugs for the first five minutes of this podcast. I'm just going to plug everything. Uh... We're having our biggest watch party ever, guys. It's going to be downtown at the Ice House this Friday as the Avs take on the Vancouver Canucks. It is going to be awesome. All the great BSN Denver shirts that you guys have been seeing, we'll be giving those away. We are going to be giving away 15 tickets to a suite at an upcoming Avs game. Uh, we've announced it officially. It'll be the uh, December 19th game versus Montreal. We'll be giving away tickets all night. Uh, for a suite in, uh, at, at that game. Like I said, we're going to be giving away prizes. We're going to be there. We'll be doing a show post-game. We'll be inviting you guys to come on, give your, your thoughts, your reactions. It's going to be a ton of fun. I will be in the suite on December 19th. AJ and Dater will be up in the, uh, in the press box bringing you guys all the great content you've come to know and love, but you will have a chance to enter. Actually, if you show up, you're entered. Go to bsndenver.com. Go to the, the, the page. It's unlocked to everyone. You can RSVP. If you show up, you're entered to win some of those tickets. You'll be able to watch the game with me from a, from a suite on December 19th. It'll be kind of a raffle-style drawing um, for, any again, anyone that shows up. So it's going to be an awesome time. Shirts, tickets. We're going to be giving away all sorts of stuff. So make sure you come out. It's, it's going to be awesome, guys. It's right in the heart of downtown right near Union Station at the Ice House. Really awesome venue. Um, I'm super excited. So that's where we'll be on November 2nd. So unfortunately, I won't be here to get my Stella glass, Stella chalice. That's all right. We'll be at the watch party. We'll be mingling with everyone. So please make sure you go on and subscribe. Um, yeah. Or not subscribe. RSVP. I mean, you can subscribe while you're there. But mostly RSVP to the party. We'll, uh, we'll we'll have computers at the uh, at the event. This isn't just for subscribers; it's for anybody. So if you want to come out and, and you're there, and if 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 you're persuaded to uh, to subscribe, you can do that and 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 get some of the goodies that, that are coming along with the sale right now. It's going to be an awesome time, you guys. I hope everyone who can. I know a lot of our listeners are are national and international, and we love you guys so much. We're so thankful for you. If you want to come out. <laughs> watch party you are the ultimate bsn fan but if you're able we would really love to have you guys out there i'd also like to plug my go fund no i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> aj how are you doing bail good, me man. bail me out of this non-stop <laughs> self ad i'm good it's been a really long day i feel you dude this is uh i went to i woke up and i voted I got to do that when I get home. And um, went straight to practice and then uh, covered practice, did a whole thing there, and then went straight to the office and then did covered Broncos all all day. Which was pretty uneventful. And then, yeah, no big deal today. And then um, had to drive all the way over here in the snow and recording my second podcast of the day. Second podcast the last like two hours. Um, real quick, <laughs> yeah. real quick... Uh, I'm not going to tell you I, – I don't care who anyone votes for. Make sure you vote, guys. It's 
I right. I, I push that a lot on Twitter. That's not me getting political. That's that's something that just vote. Yeah, don't care who you vote for. Make sure you go vote. And it's, don't don't go in there and like vote for like one dude and then bounce. Don't don't vote for Spider Man like a lot of people uh, did in 2012. Don't do that. Or Harambe. Yeah, exactly. Go go have your voice heard. It's super cool <laughs> that that we get to have our voices heard. So make sure you guys go do that. Rant over. Not Good even job rant, voting just today. A, just a PSA. Yeah. It's been sitting on my desk for a few days, and so <laughs> I've, I've, I woke uh, up this morning, and I was like, all right. And I've like gone through all the ballot initiatives. I've gone yeah. through all the candidates. I've got all my yeses and nos. I just needed to sit down and do it. Yeah, yeah. And today, I, uh, so I was like, all right, let's fill in some bubbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll fill it out tonight, and I'll drop it off yeah. tomorrow around lunch. I was going to mail it, but um, we had our conference call this oh, morning yeah. setting up our party. That's what I was doing. When, oh, that's, oh, when that really? started, yeah, <laughs> I was trying to find stamps. <laughs> that, that's actually I've I've got to find stamps for a different reason. I have a I did not find them, so I got to find a Dropbox now. I have a really funny picture of one of my buddies, and I got it printed, and uh, he doesn't live here anymore. And he, it's it was just like it was a funny random picture that I had on my phone from like forever ago, mm-hmm. and I was in a position where I was getting photos printed. I was like, oh, this will be funny. Mm-hmm. So I now have a hard copy of this hilarious photo of my buddy, so I got his address. I'm just going to mail... No letter, no explanation. I'm just going to mail him the photo. Nice. So I was like, I don't I don't know. Other than the post office, where do you get stamps? Grocery store. That's where I get mine. Do they mine. still have them? That's where I got mine. Last time I bought them. See, I feel like you buy stamps once. You buy a book of 50. Yeah. And in today's day and age, I'll have those till I die. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> It's funny the old photos. I uh, <laughs> so my my childhood friends and I are all uh, planning like a big get together in May after the F season is over. Mm-hmm. Maybe June, depending. We'll see how it goes. Maybe July. Maybe <laughs> June. I mean, according to Pierre Maguire, it's going to be July. So <laughs> push this back a little bit. Right, but right now it's tentatively for May, and we all haven't been in a room together in ten years. We've all hung out separately. Right. You've seen everybody, but not all right. Once. Right. And so, but we haven't all been together. Um, the last time most of us were together was after I had my kidney taken out. So, well, that, that put was, a huge damper on this pod. No, no, Keep no. Going. I mean, that was, <laughs> and that was like cool of them. You yeah, know, they yeah. came oh, yeah, up yeah. And, and like took care of me because I couldn't move. And we just played Mario for a week straight. And it was amazing. But like, I have this picture. I dug up this picture, and it's an absurd picture <laughs> of all of us being ridiculous <laughs> they don't know that i have it and i've got it, do any of them listen to this i'm gonna no and i'm gonna get like big copies of it nice and i'm gonna get like framed copies and give them out when we all get together you know what's crazy how cheap it is how cheap it is to print photos nowadays gosh this reminds me i still need to give you your birthday present <laughs> oh jesus oh no <laughs> <laughs> i'm scared that that was what's put on but no have you ever can you tell that we're, we've settled into doing podcasts after games and stuff <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you? I think I was telling you about Groovebook. That's what I use. It's it's like a dollar ninety five a month, and they'll print one hundred photos off your wow. phone every month, and they send it to you in a booklet. I have it in my car. I'll show it to oh, you before we cool. leave. It's, it's like a dollar ninety five shipped and everything. Wow. You just you go through and you just check mark the pictures you want, and they print them, send oh, them to that's, you. That's cool. Time stamped, location stamped. It's sweet. I did a. Uh, I made a book for for Cheryl like. Oh, honoring nice. like our friendship yeah. <laughs> for Christmas a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And I had taken all of our pictures that we had taken together, all the silly selfies from all the different places we'd been together. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I put them in like a big book and I had it all like made. And it was like a big, like an actual like like photo album. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's, a, it's a whole thing. It cost me like 40 bucks. See, but even that's not that bad no, for it what was, it is. It was that's great. What I'm I don't remember the service that I used, but it was phenomenal. And the, the product was awesome. And she better still have it. <laughs> I'll find out in a couple weeks when I go visit. Hey, there you go. Should we talk some hockey? We should. Probably I, I'm sure there are some people that have probably already skipped through all of that. We should probably mention it. Man. Yeah, I did cover practice today. You did. Um, yeah. Um, any any notables before we get into specifics that you learned after practice? Anything notable on the ice? Just watching the power play, uh, they had switched it up a bit. They had Calvert on the first unit, which I do believe is going to be a, a one day thing. Because Joe will be back full participant tomorrow. I expect he probably takes his spot back on that unit. Uh, it had been Andrew Ghetto. Now with Andrew Ghetto hurt, which we'll get to. Joe's coming back. <clears throat> uh, I expect that was just a one-day thing. But uh, what I did find notable was that they switched Rantanen and McKinnon. So instead of, in, instead of trying to set those guys up for the one-timers... They were, you know, right-handed was on the right side, left-handed was on the left side, and they were focusing on moving the puck down low a lot more. And instead of instead of trying that cross-ice pass to set up the one-timer all the time. Which works great. <laughs> does it? I mean, when it works, it, it's great, right? But they just lost a game because they went 0-6 on a power play. Mm-hmm. So I think it's smart of them to try something new, get comfortable with something else. I don't know about swapping the positions. Yeah. And again, we'll see if that's just temporary. Something they were just working on today. See how they like it. Because there are sometimes in game situations where that happens. You know, where right. you don't you don't necessarily enter into the zone. And it's usually on zone entries, those first couple shots, well, and, everyone's and trying to get resettled. The, the drop pass, uh, when they do the drop pass to McKinnon and he enters into the zone, why do you think he always tries to go left? Right. Because as soon as he, he drops it off to McKinnon, he goes down. Uh, McKinnon. McKinnon drops it to Landis Cog. Landis Cog takes a couple of steps. McKinnon takes the defender with him down low. And then Landis Cog drops it to Barry. And then Switches. McKinnon and Landis Cog just switch. And now they're set up in the spots they want to be in. And so that's why they do that. But other teams are not dumb. And they have video guys that, that can defend this. And they so that's what they've been trying to do. And there have been situations recently where McKinnon's been entering on the right side of that formation, and so now McKinnon's on the opposite side of where he wants to be, and now he's got to either just like skate across through the formation <laughs> and like brazenly just be like, "Okay, this is where I'm going. I got to go stand I, in my spot," or you know they've got to make it work. I almost wonder if that is a we're gonna work on this in case you get stuck because yeah. I I I don't see. I mean, yes, I don't, see, I don't see the overall upside in putting in, them there on purpose. In, in moving two guys who have been, on the whole, wildly excess, successful in in those spots. You know what I mean? Over the last, over McKinnon's entire career, we've all been calling for him to be on that left side on the power play, yeah. to shoot the one timer. He now is he's finally there. He's a threat. You know, they. You're right. They went over <clears> six. You got to shake things up a little bit. Well, and, and but, I like that they're moving the puck around and they're saying, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna move it down low because teams are defending them higher and higher all the time." Well, well I was gonna say because I know last year the ultimate goal of that power play was you have a two on one up high with Barry and McKinnon. You can work that, and I think that cross ice pass has almost been more of a 
an adjustment they've made of, hey, look, we don't – we're moving that down, and, and, and you have the defender high, then you have the, de the defender that plays on, on the right is sliding out to cover McKinnon a lot more. So it's not really a two-on-one you're working anymore on, the, on that left side. It's a two-on-two. So I think they've almost kind of used that cross pass as it's now going to McKinnon, and because that man advantage isn't there on the left side anymore, they're firing it across trying to catch whoever <clears throat> sleeping, you know, and, and focusing too much on McKinnon. Well, but I, I think they're trying to force the Rantanen thing because we're seeing McKinnon shoot it less on the power play than last year. Well, well, and that's what I'm saying. I, I think they're they're taking it as, hey, look, you know, we had this work for us last year we, we we were able to work this with with barry and, and mckinnon people have caught on nate we need you shooting less we, we want you moving it across so i i think uh i think i think you're spot on that was a really funny <laughs> yeah yeah um but so it's I, i'm glad to hear that they're at least trying something different yeah, I, I don't want to see those two switch though and i like that they had uh kamenev on the second power play unit in a shooting position and then after practice, uh, he was practicing from where he would be on the power play, just firing shots after shot after shot. Re really he probably quick. gathered up 30 pucks and fired all of them into the net. I, I don't want to spend more than a minute on this. What have you thought of him? Kamenev? Yeah. He's been fine. I've, I, I've really I'm, liked him. I think yeah, he's been... I've, I think he's an NHL player. I, I completely where, agree. Whereas right now we're trying to figure out is Marco Deneau an NHL player, or is he just one of these, you know, filler guys? Kamenev, uh, when we talk about, oh, you're not going to be able to succeed in that role, you're not going to be able to thrive in seven minutes, Kamenev was able to do it. Kamenev was able to show just enough to justify special teams time, and then he did well with special teams time, and then it was like, well, okay, now we just got to, you know, we're going to give you more. And I think I, I think he's earned um, a more ice time just overall, regardless of situation. I think he should be a guy that they, they can use PP and PK. Would you, if he continues and to... And that's a serious weapon, to have a guy that can play all three um, in, in, all, in both special team situations and in your bottom six. Like, that's would, impressive. Would you, if, if he continues to play well over the next couple of games, would you consider moving him to that first power play unit? Have, have him as no. an extra face-off weapon? No, I would not. not. You wouldn't park him in front? Try to get tips? No, um, because I think I think his value is going to be in shooting more. I just say I that because he's a big body. You can put in Soderberg front and is who I would do that with. I would agree. If that's if that's the role you want to go, Soderberg should do that, and that's I would be fine with that too if they wanted to do that. I don't think that fifth guy matters personally. Uh, well, the way that the way that they use the power play, the way that 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 it, fifth, it's really just it a, if just, we miss, get it <laughs> right, and 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 it's not a skill position. It's a muck and grind, and it's a dirty work, and it's a stand there and get whacked at by goalies and defensemen, and and hope you tip a puck. It's not a, a skill like we're trying to set this up for you. This is more of a we need a body there, and we want a guy with skill. So that's why Jost is there right now. You know, and you know what I, I got to say from Jost from practice today, picked a couple of corners. Really looked like he. Um, we've been talking about how he hasn't been playing with any confidence. He looked good today. He looked comfortable. Well, that's good. That's exactly what he needs. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> so the the most recent occupant of that that fifth spot on uh, the 
first power play unit. I'm struggling to talk. Did you hear me during that In We Go read? I stumbled over event like four different times. It's all right. Andrew Ghetto. You know, In We Go added Pioneers games, too. I just saw it yesterday. Yeah. See, I've been checking like every other day. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. Yeah, they added uh, Pioneers in Western Michigan, I believe. So yeah, that'll get me to a college game. We'll see. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see if they add more of them down the road. I just saw that coming up soon. Right. They've got like all the Nuggets games. Oh, nice. Yeah, Hell it's yeah. crazy, man. I'm actually. <laughs> I need I need to find a night off <laughs> where it's an actual night off, you know, right. and I can actually go down there and and enjoy that. Um. Anyway, Spin Andrew Ghetto. We like him a lot. Hurt again. I, insanely skilled player. Yeah, a uh, guy that definitely has NHL skill. He, I mean, he, he's he's got obvious. To me, he's he's kind of in that same class as 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 a Matt Nieto type, where it's like you obviously have the skill to be here. But I think he's a lot more skilled than Nieto. Oh, is. oh, oh, infinitely. But you you obviously have the skill to be here, Whoa. but it just isn't connecting. There's just something isn't there. And part of it you can maybe point to is the fact that he's always in and out of the lineup with injuries. And it's never injuries we see. It's it's rarely injuries we see during the game. We'll see him play a full game two days later after practice. Hey, where was Ghetto? Why wasn't he practicing? Yeah. Uh, out again. Two to three weeks. Well, Injured and, reserve. And that's where it was today. Um, Bender came out and it was, hey, he's week to week. And, you know, this is a guy that mysteriously disappeared after the Islanders game last year. And it was, everybody thought it was short term. He thought it was short term and it just didn't get better, whatever it may have been. And it just never improved. And next thing you know, you know, he missed, he missed, he missed 30 games. So, and you know, he's obviously an impact guy. His first game back in the lineup, he scored a goal. And now he's not going to score a goal in every game as uh, evidenced by the fact that he didn't do that. But (laughs) He's also one of the few guys with a really aggressive shooter mentality in the forward core, mm-hmm. and he brings that valuable element to them. And, you know, it's it's been – I think the Islanders are about to have a goal taken away because of the skate off the ice thing. Ugh. I can't even look – when it's, when it's like that and it's yeah. such, a sm- the, the, such a small amount. Well, the Jost one was obvious, and so it was like, okay, I get it, but – that this, see, when, you, when you're not having an impact down, on the play stuff drives me crazy. Well, see, that was my biggest gripe with the Jost one was he never touched the puck. He fell into right. the trailer roll on a three on two. And it no wasn't, one even. It, it wasn't that he his you know he didn't have any impact on it because obviously they had to to plan for him there the defenseman the way he played him, and that's fine. But like he never touches the puck. Right. In this case, the guy who was offside actually scored the goal. So the. Good goal. Oh, uh, they called it a goal. I don't know how the Islanders just put three up on the board in the last, like, five minutes. <laughs> I looked down, and it was 2-2. Two, two, and now it's 5-2. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. Anyways, always in and out of the lineup. I mean, in your opinion, is that is a guy being that inconsistently in and out enough to affect his play? Yes, and, and you can't rely on him. You, you know, can't say, this, all right, well, we know we've got this, this, and Andrew Ghetto. Well, so look at it, look at this, the situation that the Avs are in now with him. They get him from they get him from the Canadiens. He has a good 20 games finished season. Great 20 games. And you're very encouraged. You come out, you put him on the top line to start the season. Okay, well, that was a little much. He was did okay. Meh. Did okay, but clearly was did not belong there. Gets moved down, has a solid year. 
disappears, gets hurt. You know, gets hurt for an extended stretch. You, you know, he played, what, 55 games or something last year. And then you come out into this season, starts the season week to week with an injury, comes back productive, healthy, you know, contributes in your lineup, a guy that can help you in a lot of different ways. Um, not Jumps as, into your power play and your penalty kill the last time not, we were here. Not as productive as you'd like him to be, but a guy that at least gives you an extra offensive dimension. He adds a little, a little oomph to your offense. Gets hurt again. You know, he's he was given a two-year deal based on a 19-game sample that was really encouraging. And now he's been unable to stay healthy. You can't... You can't it's getting interesting because it's been, okay, well, when he comes back, he's it's fine. You just put him in the lineup and it's go. But the dude's... A, he, his contract expires at the end of this year and he's still a restricted free agent. But it's... The fact that he continues to get hurt and not, and is not reliable to be in your lineup all the time makes you seriously wonder. You know, is he is he has he gotten himself wanna, into a how situation? How long do we want to hold a roster spot for this guy? Is he is this is is he getting himself into a situation where they may consider not qualifying him at the end of the year? Obviously, it's early to have that conversation, right. but it's something you need to keep an eye on. Right. If he if he's back by thanks American Thanksgiving, this and is he how plays these, the rest of the year. This is how these questions. decisions develop. Right. Is you know this is how the, some of these decisions get made. If a guy's not there, he's not in your lineup. What good is his skill level? Right. Right. And you know that's the problem that they're running into with Andrew Ghetto right now. And he was already a hard guy to kind of put in their lineup and figure out where is he going to be. You know, because right now, it's a death match for for long term roster spot between Andrew Ghetto and Comfer and and Jost and Kerfoot. Those four guys are kind of all in a battle to see who's going to stick beyond a couple of years and what roles they're in. And uh, you know, Andrew Ghetto has got the skill to be a good guy and to be a, a difference maker for them. Great middle six guy. But if you're if he's not in the lineup, he's not useful for you. Right. And that's a really cold-blooded way to put that. But, I mean, you just can't rely on him. You can't pay him money and continue to watch him cash checks from the press box. Right. Well, because of the Andrew Ghetto injury, they did finally have to make a couple of call-ups as it looks like Tyson Jost will be back as early as tomorrow at practice. Confer's still going to be out for a while. Andrew Ghetto's still going to be out for a while. So... Sheldon Dries comes back up, and we are going to get our first look at A.J. Greer at the NHL level this year. This is this is it for him. He's been off to a great start in the AHL. He's got a chance to uh, to come into the NHL and, and get a couple games and, and prove that he can stick. I want to hear everything you think about A.J. Greer on the other side. This is the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by In We Go and Spiffler's Sports Tavern. What did I say? Spifflers? Pifflers Bar and Grill. Pifflers Sports Tavern. Remember when you sat down and said, oh, it's been a long day? Yeah. Samesies. BSN Avalanche Podcast. We'll be right back. Hey, BSN fans. Your favorite Colorado sports network has partnered with your favorite Colorado beer, and we're giving them away for free. But in true BSN fashion, we're not letting you go to some major chain for it. We want you to go to your local neighborhood bar and support a real Colorado business. That's why we've created the bar page where any BSN subscriber can go in and get a free beer 
whenever they want. Just go to bsnbars.com and you can get one free Coors Banquet at any bar on that list. All you have to do is show the bartender the VIP image on that page in your browser and you can retrieve a free Coors Banquet beer at any of those bars. There are over 20 bars there. You're sure to find one close to you. It's bsnbars.com. Find a bar and get a free Coors Banquet on the house. Thanks for listening to the BSN Denver Podcast Network. This episode on the BSN Podcast Network is brought to you by Total Beverage. With more than 70,000 square feet between their Westminster and Thornton locations, there's literally no drink you can't find. I love Total Beverage. I go there probably once a week. That's BSN Sales Director Lindsay Sauer. She's a regular at Total Beverage. I know when I go in there that I am going to get uh, the best bang for my buck, hands down. And if you can't make it in the store, don't worry. Just go to totalbeverage.net and place an order online. I have also taken advantage of their delivery service. They always give me, um, you know, an hour window. I don't have to wait around all night or all day. And make sure to like the Total Beverage Facebook page to see weekly specials. Remember, for wine, beer, spirits, go to Total Beverage. Welcome back. Segment number two here, the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by In We Go. Download the In We Go app for free and use the promo code BSN50 to get half off your first month subscription. Download the In We Go app today. We are also brought to you by Piffler's Sports Tavern today. AJ, this is one of our favorite spots. We actually came here for the first time. I came here for the first time two weeks ago. Immediately became one of my favorite bars. They do $2.50 Coors Banquet bottles all day, every day. And Every, on two, everybody should. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that. Well, but I mean that's a, everyone should, but they don't. That's a dope deal. That's a great deal. If and on, can, if you can stomach Coors Banquet, and if you're going to drink Coors, Coors Banquet's the one to drink. Yeah, and on Tuesdays it's all Coors bottled or draft for two fifty. Oh, wow. wow. Happy hours from four to seven and ten to close. One dollar off craft beer. One dollar off well liquor. Pretty much all day. There's basically three hours throughout the day that there's not happy hours. So <laughs> right. four to seven, ten to close. Mm-hmm. And uh, $2.50 bottled Coors Banquet all day, every day. And amazing chicken strips. And ama- I'm getting some to go. Yeah, I just finished eating mine. I get some to go, but I just ate them. When you, and what he what he actually said was, I don't want too much of a good thing. Yeah. That's how good they are. We're scared to like... And I don't want to overdo them and, and, and burn out on them because right. they're that good. They are. And we'll be back here incredible. a lot. Seriously, guys, highly, highly recommend. Uh, I don't I, mind making the drive out here for these chicken strips. Absolutely. No, dude, no way. Like any any kind of game that we don't have to. Like during the NHL playoffs, I'm going to be here a lot. <laughs> Assuming the abs aren't aren't deep, you of know. Of course. Wherever the abs stop. They all have off days. Right. Whenever the abs stop or whenever the abs aren't playing, especially during the playoffs, I'll definitely be here watching. Uh, it, it really is. It's an awesome setup. Yeah. AJ, <clears throat> we talked a lot about AJ Greer for the last couple of years. As hey, this is the kid that's you know he's coming. He's on the way. Big body. He he you has get drafted 39th overall. Right. You have expectations he, placed he, upon he, you. He's got top six upside, but he's physical. He's mean. Uh, more. I would say more middle six. 
depending on the I'm saying top six to, to, to fluff this here. Come on, AJ. Don't you listen to yeah, Denver Sports Radio. You got to way overdo everything. I did. I will never, I will never forget uh, one of the big radio personalities in Denver saying that the Broncos signing of Kevin Hogan, their third quarterback, was one of the best moves they had ever made. He was talking about him again today, actually. Oh, yeah. But how much he like? He, he said, but what he did say was, I'm actually. I, I, <laughs> oh, so good. I listen to. I, I've actually I've stopped listening to the morning show because the um, the ex NFLer on the morning show. I watch Slareth. <laughs> his takes. He's on the show with Mike Evans. You know who I prefer on that show? Don't say it. Mike Evans. Don't, don't say That's it. That's how outrageous Schlereth's takes are. Yeah. He still thinks the Broncos are going to get to 10 wins. All right. I, you know, they're an interesting team. Well, this, I mean, we can't go down I this route. I just, hole. I just, I can understand where somebody might think that. I, it's. Do you see yeah, this? Yeah, it's. I would never, like, <laughs> I would never you put never that say- out there. Like but, you just did. <laughs> well, but I mean, like, but I mean, like, like they're an interesting team. Well, and, because and they're, I don't think they're anywhere as bad as their record says. But you're also, you are what your record says well, you are. And I, and I, they're, laugh. they're the, they can beat bad teams, and they lose to good teams. But when your schedule's full of good teams, well, what are you gonna do? He was saying all summer that so. Case Keenum made them Super Bowl contenders. That he was taking them back. His his takes have gotten so outrageous. I was like, when Mike Evans is your voice of reason, dude. And, and of course, Mike Evans is like the target of like the hockey fan. Well, and, that, and that's why I bet you people are like, what? Well, I have to li- don't don't even. Li- I've stopped listening to the morning. I drive to work in silence <laughs> every morning. No, I drive. What, no, Chris D'Elia. It's too early for. Because I really have to like boot up in the morning. Oh, really? So I've taken to listen to that because it's like it's two guys talking very casually. You know, Chris D'Elia's podcast, well, I love it. It's a lot of energy. You got to be up for yeah. Chris D'Elia's podcast. Yeah. Which I've gotten AJ into. He's not quite a true baby yet, but I'm he's getting there. Not, I'm not a baby. No. <laughs> um, I would go see his stand up. So I actually checked out his tour and I was like, oh. he already came through. When I was in... Uh, and he, well, he's going to be in Atlanta, and I'm going to be in Atlanta. Oh, nice. But not at the same time. Oh, he beats me by like three weeks. I was like... When uh, when I was in California uh, couple last week, uh, we were in L.A., and we went to the Comedy Store, super famous comedy club oh, in, yeah. in downtown L.A., Absolutely. Uh, I mean, super famous. Yeah, I mean, and they have pictures of all the comedians that have been there. I mean, well, and, and I, like I mean, the in, place for those guys to just go and just try well, shit out. Well, it's and that's what it is. Is it's it's all they just go and try new material. So it's stuff that yeah. you m- may see later in a Netflix special. But <clears throat> so Chris D'Elia was there that night, and his show sold out. So we just bought tickets for the the room next to it, which was still hilarious. Great, I mean, huge name comedians that were in there. But I was like, this sucks. Chris D'Elia's. 11 feet on the other side of this wall. And, You're like uh, pounding on the wall like, I'm a baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Please. So I, uh, we hung out a little bit after. I was going to try to. your no Kuda shirt. Yeah. <laughs> we hung out for, for a minute after. I was going to try to, you know, see him and grab a picture or something. But um, He's cool about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and in, there's one of his pods where he says, I'll take pictures with anyone. Just don't come up and make a production of it. Come up and say, hey, can I grab a picture? I'll take a picture with anybody. Yeah. But it's the people that come up like, hey, man, I'm a blah, 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 blah. It's like, dude, just take the fucking picture. Yeah. And, but it's, so. It's, it's also funny when, <laughs> like, people get upset about it. 
or he's like talking to somebody <laughs> and he makes that noise that like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude i but so i i i think that's like the highlight of his of his when he makes those noises where <laughs> there's one i want to tell you about but you're not <sighs> to it yet where you're going to lose it i haven't it, i haven't listened in a few days so one, I, I haven't been driving around the city once you once you get to it You'll probably know which I'm talking about, but regardless, um, yeah, we're way off. Yeah, we're. You, I, could, you I, could tell that this is like a practice day pod. Yeah, <laughs> and there isn't like a lot of like real news going on because um, it's I, really is really hard for us to really yeah. like. AJ Greer is an interesting player. He's an interesting guy that we followed for a few years, but trying to build an entire like pod and segment. Around just AJ. around him getting called up, right? Uh, you, Which you we've can seen. Definitely him. tell that this is a, a daily podcast where sometimes we're just going to have to stretch. We're not used to four days off in between. Well, and it's it, their days in their, when they're not on the ice. It wasn't just they weren't playing games. It was that Sunday and Monday they weren't on the ice. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, so where I was going with this, I'll <laughs> wrap this thought up very quickly. In the Sorry. mornings, I have to like boot up. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. and so I used to listen to that. I've stopped listening to it in the morning, but the the guy who you're talking about, the uh, Hogan fan, his takes have actually they're the most palatable when it comes to the Broncos. Everyone else on on there is like, oh well, they're just one play away. They're just this away, and they'll talk about how they've how they've been in games with the Chiefs, but won't talk about the fact they got blown out by the Jets. And so it's just his his takes who you're referring to, the the most prominent voice on that station have actually become the most tolerable for me, which says something about that lineup as a whole. I haven't I haven't listened to him much. Um, I I listen I I so used the to listen. Altitude made the change to FM. I listen to them a lot, and then they made the lineup changes, and so I've gone back to podcasts. <laughs> Although I, I, listened, do, I, I really like Nate Kreckman. And I, I listened to an LG filled in the other day. I, uh, I did not. I, was I, not I felt bad for her because Moj tweeted out this picture of her. She like just woke up and she was on the air. She was like, yeah, thanks for that, by the way. We're in here with this like flickering fluorescent lighting at 6 a.m. And he yeah. was tweeting out pictures. She was like, so thanks for that. So shout out, LG. You looked great. Don't worry about it. But I listened to... Sports radio in Denver. I used to listen to it in the morning, but I listen to it when I go to lunch and on my drive home in the afternoon. Ugh. Until I have to turn it off. I never, I, I never go mm. start to finish with it on, but I, I always yeah, start with it on. I don't like sports radio enough for that. My brain's just so fried by the end of the day. It's yeah. easy listening, which I'm hoping this is for you guys. It probably hasn't been so far. I feel like this has probably been like chewing glass. I feel like this has been too easy of listening, actually. It's like, what even are they talking about? Yeah. But you mentioned, you know, it's it's tough to build an entire segment around A.J. Greer. There's been times we've seen him called up. He doesn't even get in. I, I believe he was called up last year around the time they went to Sweden, right around this time. Yeah. And I think he got in one game for six minutes. This is an interesting kid, though, because I mean, when, when... He appeared in, I think, 17 total last year. Which still feels so high to me. Like I still—it's a, a very hard, forgettable seventeen. Like, yeah, and you know he had a couple of—he had a couple points. Uh, he's got four assists in twenty-two career games. He has no goals yet, but I'm—I'm uh, I'm really excited to see what happens. He's been easily 
the Eagles' best and most consistent forward. And given his age and his experience at that level versus that, you know, on that roster, he should be. Right. And for him to have stepped up and to have done that, that's great. Um, I've been very encouraged by that. They've been using him in more situations as well, not just, well, hey, you're a top six left wing. <laughs> we're going to go play you as that, and that's the only situation you're going to play in. Okay, and then they're ready to go. They've been using him a little bit on the PK. They've been moving him around some. They put him in more defensive situations, which is exactly what they should have been doing all along because that's how you prepare guys to make the jump into the NHL. And then if they go up from there, that's only a good thing. Right. But you need they've needed to prepare guys to be ready for these roles that they're going to play in uh, once they get to the NHL because you know that they're not – they're probably not going to put him. They're pro- I mean, maybe, but probably not going to make him like the left wing next to Kerfoot and Wilson. So right now it's Marco Deneau, and you have to think, okay, well, me, they could. They certainly could put him there. So my phone just started automatically searching <laughs> based on what I was saying. Do you? Uh, do you have like hey? Google or anything like that. That's what it's supposed to. Because every now and then, if I say something sounds close to Siri, she starts chiming right in. It happens every once randomly, and I'm like, oh. (laughs) So that second line spot, that was actually my first thought. I said, hey, what harm does it do? I mean, Marco Dino's there there right now. Why not? But here's my question, because everyone, right after it was announced, everyone was saying, oh, they can't just play him on the fourth line. Is is he in a situation where... Hey, it doesn't matter where they play. You've got to go out and do something. Yes, he's in that situation. There, there is no excuse for him. This is a kid who sure. this call up two years ago. We're crawling all over ourselves, excited, and it's testing the waters, and we want to see how he's going to do, and you want to see how he's going to. We're not at that point anymore. We're at the point where he needs to produce. He needs to play well. And when I say produce, I don't necessarily mean points. That would, see, I do. That would obviously help, but he needs to play well. Here's what's so he frustrating. He needs to be impactful and not just run around looking to smoke people. He needs to play a game in which all you can, you, where you're looking at it and you say, well, he got under their skin a little bit because a guy that plays seven minutes a night that, that annoys you a little bit, so what? Right. If you want to be Matthew Kachuk, you need to be out there 19 minutes a night. That's how you're going to be Matthew Kachuk. You're not going to get out there playing seven minutes. Some guy that only sees you twice a period, he's not going to be like, oh, that guy, we we really have some bad beef here. And by no means am I about to ask if he's going to become Kachuk because that's obviously not the same. But do you see him... At one point, did you see him as that kind of player? Absolutely. Where he could he chip could, in 40 points? He should still be that guy. He, there's no reason that A.J. Greer could not be a 30 to 40 point guy in a good situation. You know, maybe maybe more 20 to 30 on a third line role where he's where he's hitting and he's he's moving around a little bit. But I still think I think he's got the skill level. We've seen the skills. Well, that's that's and, what's so and frustrating. His attitude is in the right spot. You know, he he plays the kind of dirty area game that the Avalanche really need. And that's what's always made him a valuable prospect in the system is because he's a he's a power forward. He can play a heavy game, but he's got skill. And right now the Avs have two exactly two of those guys in their system in uh, Greer and Cam Morrison. Maybe maybe Kovalenko if you, if, if you want to consider a smaller guy a power forward. But... 
Would, like, you, would you see him as kind of in an ideal situation? He AJ Greer pans out. He's a Landeskog light. Certainly, light. like a maybe a homeless man's landy. Yeah. yeah, like yes, something something like that. That type of player, a good not the, guy, yeah. a good two way guy that can be physical and can chip in points. Absolutely, that's who he should be. That's what they've been waiting on. And, and with the start that he's had with the Eagles this year, you have to hope maybe this is it. Right. Maybe this is finally him turning that corner, right? Like, maybe. And even if he ends up on the fourth line, if you end up on a fourth line right now next to Vladislav Kamenev, that's going to be the best NHL center he's actually gotten meaningful time with. So He's, he's going to get to play with the best players he's ever had a chance to on this call-up. This is it for him, for me. And I mean, I'm not going to say this is it, but he's he's certainly he's really close because you know I, Martin Kout's on the way. Right. Another first round pick is on the way. When Shane I, Bowers is on the way. When Both I say future forward spots, you, I mean you're definitely not far off when you say this is it. I don't know if it's right now because it's still really early in this season, but, but this season is it. For me, when I say this is it, I mean you have to go out. This week, if he gets in the lineup, which I think he should, if you're going to call him up, drop him in the lineup, but more amazing food just discovered at Piffler's. Holy smokes. Jeez. I might have to try that. Anyway. When I say that, I mean... He needs to start proving something on this call. He might get sent back down. Yeah, as a product of numbers. Well, and, but, but he need you need to set him down. Going, he had a great call up, and we haven't done that with AJ Green. Andrew Ghetto and Comfer are both week to week right now. Very much plays in his favor because he's going to get both of these guys, Dries and Greer. You know, we're talking about Greer because we've done the Dries thing. We've seen him four times this year. We get it. You know, we we have a good understanding of who he is. What he can, I think, what he's going to bring to the NHL, and maybe he gets in the lineup, and I don't have any issues with that. I would prefer for him not to, but that's just because I'm I'm higher on what Greer's potential ceiling could be. And see, for me, you saw Dries earlier this year, and I think you kind of saw who he is. I think what you saw out of Dries early in the year is uh, is pretty close to what you're going to get. I don't think Dries is going to ever be much more than that. He might fine tune it. He might, you know, become a better pro bigger, more physical, but I don't think you're ever going to get more than what you saw out of Dries. Right. That's what I'm saying. I think Greer has a higher ceiling, so I'd like and to see, and I'd definitely like to see those guys over Gabe Bork. Well, so so there was my next step. When I, Again, when I say this is it for Greer, you have a chance to win a roster spot, and if it's, it's all in your hands. If you play well enough, they already sat Gabe Bork once. They're not married to him. They're clearly not like they're not. They're not sold on him. The Gabe Bork is Jared Bednar's guy. Like that's not. It's not the case. They're looking actively to improve in that spot, and the fact that they're enter AJ Greer. Well, and the the fact that they they sat Gabe Bork to play Marco Deneau tells you that that they are looking for improvements in that spot. They're trying to min max their roster like it's an ARPG. (laughs) So, and that's what they should be doing. That's what you do. Like that's you know that's the one thing that the waiver wire can potentially provide you, is that it can it could give you improvements on the fringes of your roster, but now you know they've also they've also got uh, now they've got a real prospect on their hands, a guy that they're 
they've developed, that they've put development time into, they've committed years of ice time in the AHL to, they need to see what they have in their own guy here. And you know what you have in Gabe Bork. You don't really know what you have in Sheldon Dries. He's still kind of, you're still trying to figure it out. You have but a good you idea. Can, you can figure that out while he's still there with you. You know, he's going to be on the roster. He's going to be competing in practice every day saying, hey, I want to get into a game. And they have said, we don't want guys to come up here and just sit. If they're calling guys up, it's because they want to give them a look in a game. And I think you're going to see Greer get into a lineup. He he has to he has to play well. He's not going to have a long leash. This is not, hey, let's see what he does in six minutes of ice time across five games. It's going to be he needs to use six minutes of ice time in the one game to prove that he belongs in, with six minutes of ice time in the next game. And then you hope that that six becomes eight. You, you hope that eight becomes ten. You want him to follow the same trajectory as Kamenev. More or less, yeah. You want him in the lineup. You want him being given opportunities in different situations. And if he does well, and that's the key, he has to do well. And what's, I don't think Greer was good enough last year. What's so there frustrating. There were flashes, but they were too few and far between as he got up being crazy man Greer, and he's not being the complete all-around player he's capable of that we've seen so far with the Eagles this year. If he brings that game to the fourth line right away, he'll stick. And we won't be having this conversation every year. And that's what I think is so frustrating about watching A.J. Greer. If you're familiar with his game and if you've seen him at the AHL level, you know there's a great amount of skill. I I don't want to say great. There's There's a good amount of skill there. He can score goals. This is not a pure plug here. Go watch the first goal in in Colorado Eagles AHL history from a few weeks ago. That's a good goal. Beautiful goal. A lot of skill on display. You know, going to the net. Uh, That was a goal scorer's goal. He gets up to the... Do you like that? They all are, but yeah. No. They're all goal scorer's goal. That's how they end up goals. It's one of those those, like hockey phrases that has always just made me laugh. Anyway, go ahead. No. We don't need to get into this. It's fine. Go ahead. Matt Nieto did not score goal scorers goals last year. I'll say that. Well, he scored some empty netters. Miko's got some empty netters this I year. I can score some empty netters. Who, who scored an empty netter the other night for uh, um, Minnesota? Oh, oh it was Brodeen. Brodeen. He's a solid player. Really? No, he's, he's not a goal scorer, though. No. See? No, Boom, not at right all. there. But, oh, but he was the other night. Yeah, he was. I mean, he's not, you know... A, a goal scorer. It's not his. It's not why he gets yeah, paid. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. But that when the you goal score that a goal, Greer scored it's a goal for the Eagles, goal. it was it was a goal that you typically see regular goal scores. Classic goal scorers score. There you go. Do, oh, maybe that's it. We've seen to add the word classic to it. Yeah, that was a classic goal scorer's goal. And when he gets to the NHL, that just all disappears, and he goes into let me run over everyone and get right. into a. a a scrum after that, every whistle. That, that Carolina game last year where he was just running around like a maniac. Like throwing fisticuffs after whistles just because he existed. And it was like, pay attention to me. And, and what I like, don't. Like you can't be a petulant child and get continue to get the reward of ice time. What I don't get, and this might be incredibly insulting and I don't know. But, hey, that hasn't helped you stick yet. Try something else. Yeah, no, it, it, he needs to. Somebody, somebody's definitely had the conversation with him. And they, they, he has to know what I've done so far hasn't earned a job. So how about I just go up and I just do my thing and I don't worry about this anymore. Let the chips fall where they may. Because if he relaxes and he just plays his complete game and he is who he is, he's going to be just fine. Yeah. 
He's he'll, going to stick. He's got enough skill. If, if he We've does known that, this for a long time. He's going to stick, but he has to play well. He can't go up there and just get the the benefit of he was the 39th overall pick. Which I think is kind of what he's, years ago. he's ridden so far well, up until this. I don't think he has, but I think that might be some of why he's gotten some of yeah. his chances. Well, and that's what I mean. I, I don't think he's using that, right. but I think. He certainly is not. That's not a personality right. thing for him. No, I, I mean, he's, a, he's an amazing person. For, for those of you that know anything about AJ, just go look it up if you don't. Amazing just, kid. Just watch him play skee-ball with LG. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That was fun. Yeah. And, I mean, he's he's embraced Loveland, the community up there, so much well, already. He'll be a fan favorite if he puts it all together. If, if he comes up and plays the way that he has played, and I don't mean the production, but I just mean the style, the way that he's played in... In Loveland to start he'll this year, fine, he'll man. he'll have maybe one more where he gets sent down, but he he will start being a regular if, if he can bring that game to the NHL. AJ, let's say a quick break. We come back. We're just gonna kind of quick snapshot of of what to expect this week, and we'll get out of here. This is BSN Avalanche podcast presented by In We Go. We will be right back. There's nothing more important than family, and for more than a hundred years now, customers have turned to Farmers New World Life Insurance Company and agents like Bryce Babcock to help protect the financial security of their loved ones. What makes us different, first off, is we're, we're completely customer service oriented, meaning that our goal is every day to be available. The other piece, too, is that I'm young. I'm 31 years old, and so I'm hungry, and I'm very motivated every single day to continue to make this agency grow, and, and that's just something that, you know, I, I think that I bring them up a lot of other agents do. My initial thought was it's expensive and I just don't have money to invest in my long-term future. Everything I have I need right now. But once I started looking at the options, it's an absolute no-brainer. You can find a life insurance plan that works for you and you should. It's not just about death either. There's whole life insurance policies that actually have cash value that build over time and so on. So Bryce will break all of that down for you for free. The call is a no-brainer. You have to do it. Brandon's 100% right. Plus, Bryce is even giving out a deal specifically for BSN listeners. I'm going to go ahead and send out a $10 Starbucks gift card right right off the bat. And so you don't have to do business with us. You don't have to. There's no payment needed or anything like that. It's something that we're going to do for anyone that comes in from BSN. gives us an opportunity to earn their business. Call 303-996-6509 today. That's 303-996-6509. Welcome back in. Third and final segment of the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by In We Go and Piffler's Sports Tavern. Remember, guys, happy hour down here at Piffler's every day from 4 to 7 and 10 to close. Make sure you're coming back out here on November 4th. Coors will be here. It'll be Sunday. The Broncos will be playing. Coors will be here from 3 to 4.30. They're going to be giving away a Coors Grill. Uh, that'll be it's. So and then in December, the same promotion. I don't remember what weekend. I can I can find out very easily. They are giving away a Coors Mountain shaped mini fridge, I believe. Yeah, we're coming back for that one. I'll I'll verify that. But that's what the signage they had up last time we were here said. It's it's sometime in December on on another weekend. I'll verify that. AJ, we've had we've had some fun on this podcast. I know there are people who aren't gonna like it. There are people who want us to come on and, and do 
An hour and ten minutes of, of nothing but hockey talk. Yeah, X's and O's. And X's and O's, and, and what did the guys say, and what is the team saying, and how does the team feel? And 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 we'll do that. We'll have plenty of shows where we do that. Yesterday, I we did our quick pleasantries, and we dove right in. But there are going to be days like today where it's an off day. They haven't skated the last two days. They made a couple call-ups. We talked about it. But, you know, we... Yeah. We also just like to have fun and talk, and sometimes we get off on tangents, and we hope you guys enjoy it. Think it's, it's funny, think it's amusing. You know, we have, a, we have a whole community and everything. We got distracted again, but we turned our mics off that time. Yeah. I mean, you can probably just cut that part out. I'll cut it out and then lead it right up to me saying that. <laughs> okay. The wait staff here is just so good. They come over and they, they make like miming gestures to us. They're constantly checking on us here. Yeah. Place always, is awesome, dude. always making sure our drinks are full. Always making sure our bellies are full. And uh, and yeah. and we just had to we had to get a couple things going as Nikita Kucherov goes down in a lot of pain on one of the three TVs that are literally just directly in front of us. If we're sitting yeah. straight, there's three TVs in our field of view. Let, yeah. Don't even have to crane your neck. Yeah. But uh, Nikita Kucherov in a lot of pain. He hurting. Uh, looks like he blocked the shot. Right on the inside of the knee. Oh, that's right where my knee hurts, too. I feel you, Cooch. That's that's right where they're like, eh, you don't need padding here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So did God, apparently, with the way that the legs are constructed. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't think that we were going to come up with the sports we came up with. <laughs> but Or she. Yeah. Or whatever. Whatever you believe, then, you know what, I'm not going to... Yeah. That's how I get kicked off this podcast. Yeah, it's especially funny given my <laughs> my particular religious beliefs. Yeah, we don't need to go there. But yeah, so we just had some fun some fun on today's show, so we hope you guys liked it. I mean, just more conversational. Like we have we have yeah. a community, you know, we would I would like to believe that occasionally we can let our hair down and and just kind of relax a little bit and, and just talk hockey. And and it's two guys literally in a sports bar talking about hockey, right? <laughs> right. So it's going to be a little more, a little less nerd cast and a little more relaxed. And and we'll do your nerd cast. We'll get into all we get, of it. We do we'll, lots we'll, of them. We'll do we plenty do of them. Four out of every five shows <laughs> is a nerd cast. But if you guys, if, if, if you are one of the people that, that does enjoy getting to know us, or maybe you want to get to know us a little bit more, and but you do want to hear nothing but hockey during the podcast, come out on Friday. Yeah. We're going to be having an awesome, awesome watch party, guys. I Great I just found about it out about it today, uh, and I, I seriously couldn't be more excited. Normally, when your boss calls you and says, hey, we need you to work on a Friday night, you're like, well, what the hell? Yeah, especially on a Tuesday. Yeah. You're kind of like, oh, come on, and, and, man. And the call actually even started with, all right, guys, Friday night. And my initial thought was, well, great. There we go. And then as soon as he starts describing, I was like, oh, hell yeah. This is going to be awesome. Super excited for Friday night now. Yeah. Really looking forward to it. It's going to be at the Ice House uh, in downtown Denver. We're going to be watching the Avs take it's on the great venue. Canucks. Yeah, sick venue if you've never been there. Great food, great drinks. We're going to be doing tons of giveaways. We're going to be giving away 15 tickets to an Avs-Canadians game at Pepsi Center on December 19th. All the tickets will be in a suite that I will be in. You can sit there, watch the game with me. We can talk hockey. We can talk whatever you want. Or you can ignore Jesse entirely, and he can take selfies by himself all night. Yeah, yeah. Or you can do that, and I'll just sit in the suite and watch the game. (laughs) And if you've never done a suite at an Avs game, or uh, a catered suite, by the way, they, yes, a catered. They are so cool. They're, it's it's an the food is really good. It's a it's a super cool time. It's very relaxed. It's very chill. 
but it's not like a like a, I don't know if you've ever been to like one of the luxury boxes at a Broncos game where it's inside and it's like yeah. separated from it's, the crowd. Yeah, you actually feel all the energy, all the noise, everything is. It's, it's great. That's sweet. Sweet experiences in Pepsi Center are really, really fun. And I've and done them for all three teams. Oh, really? I've yeah. done abs and nuggets. I've never yeah. done mammoth. Yeah, we did uh, Cheryl's goodbye party. See, I always one. we always fun. just go in and get the like twelve dollar family four pack for mammoth that includes oh, and <laughs> a great time. Like it includes a drink, uh, one beer and food, and it's it's seriously like nine bucks a ticket. I'm like, oh, I know, dude. <laughs> Mammoth games are such. If if you don't mind a little sensory overload, they're yeah. a really really good you, time. You, you have to be. Oh, they do indoor fireworks constantly. The well, music games are the same way. Music's <sighs> always on. It's a lot. It's a lot different than an abs game, but it is cool. Did you see the uh, U.S. development program? Did the uh, sensory sensitive game? I did. Super cool. Really it, interesting idea. And I know that like. Uh, I know the Coyotes have gone out of their way to make uh, their arena very sensory safe. Yeah, and they actually sensory have safe, not sensory sensitive. They have they have uh, certain like designated like sensory safer zones uh, that that those types of fans can go and sit in mm-hmm. that are specifically designed to help them with the sensory overload, which and, is really really cool and, that that and teams for, are starting to. <laughs> For people that are sitting there going, oh, what that. are you talking about? I thought, you know, loud and music. This is for people with, with special needs who, they, you know, families can't go out and, and do that kind of stuff. It's not just like, oh, it needs to be quiet and nice. It's it's for people who, who right, have who actual have, issues. Who have problems. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, like the, the USHL one, it was no music. It's uh, interesting. No flashlights. The only horn that they still did was the end of the period, and there was a big warning, I think, they said for the last two minutes – of the period that said, warning, the horn is about to sound. That's cool. I, I thought it was an awesome concept. But off track, Ice House on Friday. We'll be watching yeah. the Abs Canucks. We'll be giving away tons of free prizes. We'll all be there. We'll be doing a podcast live after the game that, that we'll be asking you guys to come up and, and chime in on. And, and Going to be talking about a lot of uh, Elias Pettersson. Yeah, a lot of Elias Pettersson. Hopefully not too much. He's a stud, but... You know who we also have to tie. Everyone was talking about Elias Pettersson because he was taking fifth, and the Avs had the fourth pick that year. But the guy that they picked with that fourth pick doing pretty well at UMass right now. Yeah, for anyone not following along, Kale McCarr was named named the Hockey East Player of the Week for the first two weeks of the NCAA season. I believe uh, going into this week's games, he was tied for third in scoring. In I, I know after bef- going into this past weekend, he was leading. I haven't looked to see what has happened. What happened this past weekend? But he was leading the NCAA in points. He picked up a couple more, so he's he's probably still up there. But yeah, so I think he picked up three assists over the weekend. I think that sounds right. But another UMass Amherst player was the East, Hockey East Player of the Week yesterday. So <laughs> Hockey East has been dominated by UMass UMass and Amherst, it's, and it's funny because. Um, you know, our biggest concern with Makar at UMass was that UMass not a good program. Now, granted, UMass has not played anybody of quality yet. Uh, it's not true. So outside Ohio- of outside of Ohio State, who they beat, but Ohio State, you know, at the time ranked number one, uh, but they have fallen significantly, and right now that as the weeks go by, that those wins look <laughs> nowhere near as good as it did when they that, were ranked. That is one. a quality opponent, though. But I mean, they're. We'll see how good Ohio State ends up being. Um, right now, that doesn't look it, it doesn't look like 
oh, you know, because when, when it happened, it was like, oh, they beat number one. And Kale McCarr was huge in that game. And, and uh, a couple, you know, a couple weeks later, you're kind of like, well, maybe Ohio State's not <laughs> that good. But point is, um, Avs prospects in college right now are off to a really good start. Sample Rant is off to a great start. Uh, and Minnesota, Cam Morrison's off to a really good start for Notre Dame, and Notre Dame team that has three Avs prospects on it, and Nikki Lieberman and Nate Clarman as well on the back end. Um, really, I'm 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 amped up about non-Avalanche Avs hockey. It's going on right now. It's the great. Eagles have been competitive. Um, they should have won. They should have split with Iowa last week. Um, did not, but they should have. <laughs> Um, They've been more competitive than we've seen out of the Rampage for the last couple years. <laughs> well, and it's been funny to see that the Rampage are still terrible. And so it's like, man, it wasn't all the abs, eh? <laughs> so that part has made me laugh, but you know, we'll, we'll see how long that actually lasts for them. Calgary and Vancouver this week. Yeah. Two very winnable games for the abs. Calgary, they should be looking to get a little bit of even. That, those are games you need to win. Yeah, I mean, and, and and Vancouver to me is one that is inexcusable, not inexcusable, but it should be it should be played a lot like the Ottawa game, where even if you play poorly, you're good enough that you should just still be in it. That game really, as someone who is who has talked a lot this summer about how you've got to be careful with with all the uh, the Ottawa stuff. There's a team that's a team there with with still good players. Seeing them in person, holy smokes, is that a bad team? That was some of the worst Avs hockey for 40 minutes I've seen in a long time. And the Avs won in a blowout. That's a horrible Ottawa team. To me, the Vancouver game should go the same way. You've got a couple pieces. You've got Brock Besser. You've got Elias Pettersson. Yeah, we've got Bo Horvat. Yeah. Some nice defensemen. You've got got some pieces, but there's no reason the Avs shouldn't go in there and just bully them right out of the building. They're okay. And the thing is, though, you know, you get those kids – you just never really know. Right. You know, sometimes the kids come in and they're a breath of fresh air, like they were for the Avs last year. Sometimes they come in and they're just not ready and they're overwhelmed, and you're just like, whoop, these guys Oopsie. are clearly not prepared. See, I guess Tyson Jost's NHL career so far. So, so yeah, it should be a couple of interesting games. I think the Avs should win both. Really, really, it could really help them to win both. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, you want to pick up two points out of the four. Still, they're Even still. Even if you lose both in overtime, if you can get at least two points out of the four, <laughs> you're doing a good job on back to backs like that because they're rolling in on back to back against rested teams again. These are not teams that are going to be on their own back to backs. Right. And they, the Avs are still tied for first in the NHL. In the they standings, probably won't be by the time they play because of a million days off. Right, but just for anyone who, oh, well, they lost to Minnesota, blah blah blah. They're still fine. They're in great shape to get off. Uh, you know, the start of this, this season. The Eagles are at home this weekend as well. They will be playing on Friday and Saturday. So again, if you haven't made it up to an Eagles game, we highly recommend you get up there, watch some of the Avs prospects. I think Big Red will be there on Saturday. Yep, AD will be there on Saturday. I might try to get up there on Saturday as well. I might as well. Um, no, I mean, no really good reason not to. Right. Well, we haven't coordinated this at all. Maybe we should go together. That would probably make more sense. Would. Um, <laughs> yeah. You won't see, obviously, AJ Greers. He'll be with the Avs, but you can get a nice look at Martin Count, Nick Malosh, Igor Shvev. Ty Lewis. <laughs> Ty Lewis. 
Bay. You know, you know who's been really good Bay. for them so far this year. Ty and, Lewis probably. And I and I said you got to watch out for him because it's his, it's his second year, and in his second year he always takes a big step. J.C. Bowden. Yeah, he's been great. Yep, he's got four goals through and eight games, six points. Franzuz has been a stud. Outside of that one game last week, mm-hmm. he's been really really good. But hey, you're allowed to get a lit up every once in a while <laughs> when you're rolling nine fifty save percentages consistently, right? But so there's a lot exciting going doesn't on. Doesn't count for you, Varley. <laughs> there's a lot exciting going on, guys. Uh, this week in in Avs hockey, organizational or otherwise. And AJ, I just I want to get out of here so I can go to sleep tonight. So there's one fewer sleep until our watch party. It's like waiting till Christmas. How many sleeps till Christmas? Well, yeah. do you know off the top of your head? Sleep till Christmas. What is today? October thirtieth. No, no Fifty. Eight? I don't know. Christmas sucks. I don't care. I'm going to guess oh. 58. No. Yeah. No. 57. Okay. Is my official guess on sleep still Christmas from right now? No, I know. Any, any last thoughts while I look this up? Yeah, Christmas is lame, dude. It's all about you New Year's. You have to hate everything that's cool. I also love New Year's. I also love Thanksgiving. Oh, I love An entire holiday built around eating? It's coming up. I mean, it's awesome. It's coming up. What are you being for Halloween? Nothing. I don't do Halloween. Halloween's lame. Are you guys getting a, a good idea of uh, how boring I am? I don't like Halloween. I don't like Christmas. I don't like Easter. I like Thanksgiving. I like New Year's. And I like Fourth of July. 55 sleeps. Son of a bitch. Right. Learn to count. Did you really just Google how many sleeps is Christmas? Until Christmas, yeah. And was there like a calculator? Yeah. That's Year awesome. round. <laughs> of, of course. I mean, I, I would assume. It was actually called the Sleeps Till Christmas Countdown. They have like death calculators too. They have so. all sorts of stuff. Right. So you just have to assume. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Did uh, did Thanos kill you? Did you ever look? I did not look. I was spared. I, uh, I didn't look. I just assumed that Thanos had no use for me. So. <laughs> Uh, like hockey writers. Nope. That whole community's gone. Had nothing. Those self-important assholes later. Uh, I'm excited for the next one, though. I want to see what happens. I can't wait. A little Thanos follow-up. Can't you see Venom? wait. I haven't yet. Have you? No. I've let's, been meaning to get out uh, to go, go see it. <laughs> I've been trying to use my movie pass thing to go see it. but Yo, it, I've heard they put all sorts of restrictions yeah. on it. Exactly. Well, they I, were hemorrhaging money. Well, and I understood. It didn't bother me that they were like, oh, well, you can only go see three movies a month now. I was like, kind of sucks, but it's that's It's three fine. a month? Yeah, which was fine. I was like, look, for 10 bucks, I'm still, you go see one movie, it still pays for yeah, itself. Yeah. And so for three movies, it was fine. But then after that, it was like, now I can't, I can't, like, I, I pick a theater and then all the time, it's like no screenings available for this location. I even check it at 10 o'clock in the morning, and it tells me that. And I'm like, dude, I want to go see A Star is Born, damn it. <laughs> Let's get out of here. I'm pretty sure a bunch of people have already turned this off. Probably. Thank you guys all so much for listening. I, I will be, we'll be reminding you a lot about our watch party. Go to bsndenver.com yeah. uh, and, and RSVP. The link, there, there's a, it's masked as a story. It's unlocked. Anybody can go into it. Go RSVP. Just for walking in the door, you're going to have a chance to win two. Uh, we're going to be giving away the sweet tickets in pairs, so it'll be you and a friend. So you're not going to have to go with a bunch of randos. But just by walking in the door, you're going to be entered to win two tickets. We're going to be giving away T-shirts all night. 
We're going to be doing you know, the podcast after having you guys on. It's going to be a ton of fun. We'll be there. You guys can come watch the game with us. The few that did it uh, last year at Bender's for the Avs Red Wing game, just ask them. We're a ton of fun to hang out with. And uh, like I said, all three of us will be there. I'll be in the suite on December 19th. Super looking forward to it, you guys. I'll drop by and say hi. No, we don't want you. Maybe. For well, AJ Hayfley. I'll come for just for the food. Catered sweet. <laughs> Catered sweet, people. That's right. For AJ Hayfley, I've been Jesse Montano. We've been coming to you live from Piffler's Sports Tavern. Make sure you guys get down here for their happy hour, 4 to 7 every day, 10 to close every day. $2.50 Coors Banquet bottles all day, every day. Thank you guys all so much for listening.